Welcome to episode one of the Managing Miscarriage podcast. I am Melissa Whitman, founder of the nonprofit One Generation and our current initiative, Managing Miscarriage. We help women through the heartbreak of miscarriage, and as a nonprofit, we run completely on donations. Our services help thousands of women, so please support us by donating through our website, managingmiscarriage.com. Today we're chatting with Shelly Metling about her journey through a recent miscarriage. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, Shelly. So you actually had a very recent miscarriage not Mm -hmm. very long ago. Can you tell me more about that experience? Yeah. um, So my husband and I started trying – let's see, when did we – when did we actually like start trying? It was not long ago. So we actually got pregnant within like a month. Okay. Um, you know, after we started trying. So I felt extremely blessed to get a positive sign. Kind of took me by surprise. Um, and I found out super early. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell because you don't – I didn't know my exact dates. Um, but kind of like a rough estimate. I got my first positive – pregnancy test at like three and a half weeks. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, really. I, yeah. So I had been feeling extremely tired and taking naps and that isn't the typical me and, uh, you know, just kind of feeling a little bit nauseous and little, little symptoms that I was like, I'm going to take a test and see what's going on. So yeah, we got a positive. We were both extremely surprised, but really excited, especially that, you know, it had happened so fast because I have a lot of friends who that hasn't been the case for. Um, so I, right. yeah, I just wasn't really expecting it. Um, but we ended up telling the family fairly early too, just kind of knowing that, you know, everyone usually waits till, you know, eight, 12 weeks to tell anybody. But um, both my husband and I are pretty open books. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to tell the people that I'm okay with telling if something did go wrong. Kind of like the people that I would want to be there anyways. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So we, we had the family over only about like probably like five days after finding out. Um, and we did like a reveal, told them in like a fun way. And everyone was really excited. We were really excited. And at about five and a half to six weeks, um, I started spotting. Um, so I was actually going to a friend's bachelorette party. And um, right before that, I had noticed that, you know, I just I kind of had like some brown spotting, which I was, this was my first pregnancy. So I, of course, I started Googling. Which oh, is like, which is so, <laughs> I know everything is normal and abnormal yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So I started Googling and I was like, okay, well, this can be normal. So like, yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. It wasn't like actual bleeding or anything like that. Um, but what had kind of been worrying me before that is I had noticed that my symptoms were kind of depleting. Um, okay. I wasn't feeling as tired. I, you know, didn't have as 
sore breasts. I, you know, like, like things just kind of started dwindling. And I, I had asked my sister cause she, you know, has two kids and I was like, is that normal? Like, did you feel that? And she was like, you're probably just like one of the lucky ones, like be happy about it. Right. Like you're, you're not going to have any issues. That's awesome. Cause she was super sick throughout her pregnancies. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. But yeah. So anyway, I started spotting, um, it was a Saturday night and my husband was out of town. I called him. I was just kind of worried about it. And then on Sunday I woke up and I was getting ready for church and, um, I called my sister and I was like, okay, it's like blood now. Like I'm actually bleeding. Um, which again, I Googled. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be normal. Yeah. And it can be normal, but I was like, I feel like I need to go in because I (sighs) just deep, I just knew, I don't know. It was like, I just knew. Um, and I think just the mixture of like having my symptoms kind of dwindle and I I don't know, there was something inside of me. I just, I had a a bad feeling about it. So I went into the emergency room because it was Sunday. Um, so the doctor's office wasn't open and I, I wasn't bleeding horribly at the time that I went in. Um, but after talking with the nurse and talking to the doctor, um, they had me change into a gown and go to the bathroom to, you know, go to the bathroom in a cup because they wanted to check my um, HCG levels and they took blood and whatnot. But when I went to the bathroom, it had gotten a lot heavier. Um, and so my heart just kind of oh, sunk. The worst and, feeling. Yeah. The worst. Again, again, I just, I knew, but there's just like, I don't know. There's the sense of hope, obviously, that that's, it's not the worst case scenario. Of it's course. Not what you're thinking. So I, I walked back in um, to my room and I just started crying and I was like, it's much worse now. Um, and so when my blood test came back, my HCG level was extremely low. Um, and I was measuring at like a week to two weeks pregnant. Um, and so I, again, that was just kind of like, in my heart, a confirmation, even though they couldn't give me a full out confirmation, um, because my levels were so low, they weren't willing to do like an ultrasound or anything like that. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So okay, I didn't get an ultrasound done. Um, my HCG level was 300. So assuming okay. that I had lost the baby earlier on than I actually, you know, started bleeding. You know, you always kind of think like blood is like the sign of a miscarriage, but sometimes you lose the baby, you know, before that. So, um, which is again, why my levels were, or why my symptoms were probably starting to go down days beforehand. Um, so I didn't get a full on confirmation that day, that Sunday. Um, but again, in my heart, I just, I knew. Um, so I came home and I was, you know, bawling and crying and, um, my husband drove home right away too, cause he was out of town, but he had been coming home that day and I had told him what happened. And obviously like he was really upset, but I do think that, you know, the woman takes it a lot harder because the second we see that positive, we turn into a mom like that's. 100% and you're feeling the changes yeah. and you're like bonding and he's just observing. Yeah. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it fully hits the the man until you start showing, or maybe yeah. even when the when the baby pops out and gets handed to them. I'm not sure when they start realizing it. But mm-hmm. um, for me, it was like just a huge loss. Um, and I don't even know how to explain the emotions besides like devastation. Um, and it's crazy because I never thought that I would actually like before I became pregnant, I never thought that I would feel that way that early. Um, it shocks it a lot it's, of women. It really yeah. does. Cause they'll say I only knew for a week and I can't believe I'm just heartbroken that, you know, I can't get off the floor. And it really mm-hmm. is amazing that bond that we create so early and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, at, devastation is the perfect, you know, unfortunate term for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I basically, I mean, I just, I cried all, like all day oh. on Sunday um, and pretty much all day Monday. Um, but Monday I did get back into the doctor's office because um, the only way they could actually confirm that I was having a miscarriage was to see my numbers drop. Um, because I was early, I hadn't had that first visit yet. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have like a record of my HCG count. Um, except for the ER visit. So what I went in on Monday and got the results on Tuesday that it was official, which again, at that point I knew, but it was kind of like another blow because it was like, you still just hold on to like a little bit of hope. Um, that that's not the case. Um, but yeah, I, definitely has tested me more than anything has ever tested me before, uh, which was not what I was ex- like. It's just not, I did never expected it to be as devastating as it was. So right. Yeah. Well, you never expect that it's going to be you. Yeah. And then you yeah. Never expect the extreme emotional reaction. But what I really like, love looking at your, your posts and your different things is you have allowed yourself to, be in those emotions. And that is just so important. And I love that you've done that. Not only have you done it, you've shared it publicly. And Mm -hmm. so how has that, has that been healing for you? Has that, how has that helped the process along? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I knew that it was something right when I heard about, like right when I got the confirmation from the doctor, I knew that it was something that I wanted to share. I just didn't know how to share it. Um, And the only reason for that is because, honestly, it was just like I hadn't heard anybody really who had had one. Like, I didn't really know anybody, or I thought I didn't know anybody who had had one. Nobody talks about it. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) I was like, I feel like this is something that needs to be shared because after talking with the doctors and realizing how common – it is because I did not know beforehand. Um, my ER doctor alone, she's had eight. Um, oh my gosh. And she has three beautiful children too. Mm-hmm. So she was honestly like, she was a blessing for An me. Angel. To have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, ha- to have her as my ER doctor that Sunday. Um, Cause she really, she understood it. She knew what I was going through. She was able to comfort me. Um, and she really made me feel so much better about it, which like, 
I, yeah, I can't imagine not having her as my doctor that day. Um, no, oh, that gives me goosebumps. But, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sharing it via social media, it's crazy because it was almost like a healing, coping experience for me um, because it was such a like traumatic experience. I, I'm a very, um, I know a lot of people don't, I've learned this too, that, you know, a lot of people who have gone through a similar experience don't necessarily like this terminology, but everything happens for a reason. Um, and I am a believer in that and I always, I always have been. So in my head, you know, after kind of like taking two days and grieving and crying and being angry and being sad and being, you know, frustrated and confused, I was like, okay, well, like I would never be thrown something like this if I couldn't handle it. And if I wasn't meant to do something with it. Um, Absolutely. And so I took it as a sign and I took it as a sign to just share my story and hope that it, honestly, I was just like, I hope it hits one person. It ended up hitting a lot more than that. Surprisingly, like I've, I've gotten so many messages from literally across the world because um, it went viral in the UK and Australia um, of people who were able to relate and who thanked me for putting it into words because they weren't able to and it's fantastic um, yeah and not that I wish it on anybody but just knowing that you're not alone is healing in itself I think that's a huge part of it I mean I found I'm very introverted very quiet and I would find myself just telling people like someone at yoga would say how are you doing and I would just say it and yeah I felt so much better and it was kind of like your ER doctor I could not believe how many women said I've been there or my sister's Mm -hmm. been there and just what a bonding experience and yeah uh, what a gift for you to share that so publicly and obviously it's it's needed because of the response you've mm-hmm. gotten mm-hmm. makes that clear. So yeah. take me back to after you got that confirmation um, on the Monday, what happened physically after that? Had you passed the miscarriage at that point? Um, what was the physical part afterwards? Yeah. yeah. So Monday morning is when I actually passed it. That's when I actually like what I believe okay. is what, when I miscarried, mm-hmm. um, or like actually, you know, but, um, that was, you know, so Sunday I, I knew it, I knew it was happening. Um, but you, you know, but it's not over, you know what I mean? So then like when I woke up on Monday morning and the bleeding had increased and, um, I woke up at like 4.30 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. And my husband was actually awake for work. He was getting ready for work. And I came downstairs and I just started bawling. And I went to the bathroom because I could actually feel it come out. And it was just like clotting. And yeah. it was just, I, I can't even, yeah, I can't even explain it. It's just like a whole nother traumatic experience to an already like, very emotional couple of days. (laughs) Oh, totally. I feel like the hardest part for me after the first time was knowing, okay, I found out I miscarried, but this isn't over. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and it's still, yeah. yeah. And it's still not over. Like it's still not over. Yeah. Um, it, it's always going to be there. And mm-hmm. I just went to a baby shower, um, on Wednesday and it was supposed to be my, that was the same day that I was supposed to have my first appointment to hear the heartbeat. Oh, um, Oh God, I'm going to like start oh. crying. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just, and you want to be so happy for everybody. Oh, of you course. Know, who you're close to, who's, you know, has a great experience with it. And, you know, just to. But you feel get, broken y- at yeah, the same time. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You want to be happy and you want to be supportive. Um, but at the same time, every time you hear about, you know, their experience and you hear about um, a healthy baby being born, which is such a beautiful thing. <laughs> you're, you're like, oh gosh, like, it's just like another hit. It's just like, that was supposed to be me. Um, it is. Yeah. The, the plan that you yeah. had in your head of the timeline is, is haunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but you did go to the baby shower. I, yeah, I did. Oh, and it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, and it, it was, it was fun. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm so happy for them. Like, I'm so happy yeah. for everybody, but it's just like, it's kind of just, you don't really realize how many things are going to bring it back up Yeah. Um, throughout your normal day. Like even just going for a walk and seeing, you know, a mom with a stroller or, um, you know, seeing a new announcement on Facebook that somebody's pregnant or like mm-hmm. just every little thing just kind of like re-hits you. Oh, wow. So how has this impacted your work? So you are fortunate and awesome to set your own schedule and work for yourself, mm-hmm. which is really unique, but it mm-hmm. still would, I mean, miscarriage still affects you and your work. So how yeah. did that play out for you? Were you able to take time off? You know, what did that look like? Yeah, I took, um, I didn't fully take any time off just because I feel like you, you can either lean into a situation or you can lean out and neither is right or wrong, but just depending on your personality and like how you cope with things. Um, you know, what you enjoy, that kind of thing. I'm, mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough, like, I love the, the two, I always say the two things that I do, because I have two businesses, and I love them, and they're healing for me. Um, so I personally, like, leaned into them. Um, posting on social media is a part of, you know, my business and sharing my life and, you know, sharing the good and the bad. Um, and just connecting with people. So I was able to do that through sharing my experience. Um, obviously, I didn't go full board into my business like I usually do. <laughs> my of course. Kind of, like, stepped back a little bit, but I was able to kind of like still lean in and like, you know, do what I felt like I wanted to do. And I'm, I'm, feel very grateful that like, I actually want to do that. Um, and then I also, I own a pet sitting business. So I take care of dogs during the day. And for me, dogs are therapeutic. Um, so I, you know, still went and did that because I wanted to. Um, I love it. Yeah. So healing. Oh my gosh. But I can't, I mean, I really can't, I, I actually called my sister on Monday And I was like, I can't 
even imagine if this would have happened to me two years ago when I was still working my corporate job. Um, right. Because I don't, I don't know how I would have gone into work. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how I would have done it for no. for a long time. Like even still today, like I don't think that I would want to be there where right now I enjoy what I do and I want to be doing the things that I'm doing where my corporate job, that wasn't really always the case. So I, I just, yeah, I can't imagine. It's a really tough spot. And it's actually one of the three um, purposes or initiatives that I have for managing miscarriage is to get time off when women miscarry that they don't because otherwise they have to yeah. take their days off which that's that's crappy like I mean yeah. that yeah. shouldn't have to happen so to have something built in that companies have something built in um you know even two days which is nothing yeah. when you're mm -hmm. going through things physically so it's really mm -hmm. interesting that you're able to reflect on both circumstances yeah yeah I that's that that's awesome because I think that it's needed. Oh, good. So when we were talking earlier, we were chatting online. You mentioned that you're really interested in mindfulness, and mm -hmm. that's a huge thing for me. It has been for a long time, but it took on a whole new meaning um, after my first miscarriage, and then with the subsequent. So, what role has that played for you in your miscarriage experience? Yeah. Um, so I have dealt with anxiety. Um, my whole life. I, I used to be on medication for it. Um, I didn't want to be on medication for it anymore. So I sought after, you know, just more like holistic approaches yeah. um, to it. And that, again, was about two years ago, kind of, you know, when I decided to make my career shift too. it kind of came together. Um, because I realized that, like, you only get one shot at life and um you need to you need to take advantage of it and yeah. so I started doing a lot of self-development um meditation daily affirmations um yoga you know and just fitness in general has really helped me um yeah keep a clear head and control my anxiety. And again, I'm like, so thankful that I started all of this two years ago, oh, right? <laughs> um, because I literally feel like it has led me to handle the situation that I'm in right now in probably the best way that I'm able to handle it. Um, but just knowing like through all the self-development that I've done and the meditation that I've done and um, just really reflecting on life, I actually, I created this post, um, the day that I found out I was miscarrying, I think it was the, it was either Sunday or Monday. Um, and I, I hadn't told anybody about it yet besides family. Um, but I just said, there's something extremely powerful in understanding when we are powerless. Um, wow. and that gave me a lot of peace. Um, so just understanding that I'm, powerless in this situation and that it's okay to be powerless and I don't need to find a reason why it happened and there you know I don't have control over it and I don't need to dwell on it either and to just stay focused on the things that I do have yeah. instead um, or even the things that it gave me such as you know just being grateful 
for even having the opportunity to feel the love that I felt for the short time that I felt it Mm -hmm. um, or still feel it even I'll always feel it absolutely Um, or just you know experiencing the bond that a mom and a baby have um, and realizing like how many close family and friends are in my life and um, an amazing husband who has completely supported me through everything and gotta make sure I add him in there. <laughs> yeah so repeat that again I want to hear that again um but there's something extremely powerful in understanding when we are powerless there's something extremely powerful in understanding when we are powerless so relatable, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, and just letting go, just yeah. that you know, and there's something powerful in that. It kind of just releases everything. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. like this is out of my control. It always has been. There was another plan, um, and I just need to realize what I do have. Yeah, and speaking of that, how has your husband been coping with this? I mean, we briefly touched on it mm-hmm. earlier, but how is that? going for him he's good he's kind of just going with the flow and just kind of whatever I'm feeling he's just kind of going you know what I mean supporting you yeah yeah Yeah, which is really nice like he's not you know my husband is very like oh you're fine oh that you know and he hasn't been like that throughout this experience I think he knows that it just needs to be like I understand like yeah we'll get through this type of a thing um and just you know another thing is just like talking about trying again too like he's been extremely um awesome with that and just the sense of like whenever you're ready like good you know however you're feeling like I just want to go with that um, how's your body feeling? Like, cause it's more than just, you know, it's more so emotional, but like there is some physical stuff with it too. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, he, I, I definitely wouldn't say he's as aware of like how traumatic it was. Um, like he's not feeling that himself as much as I am. Right. Um, nor can he, he really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. he understands what I'm going through and he understands that he needs, you know, like it's just patience really yeah. with it. And that's the bond but, of other women who have yep. been through it as much mm-hmm. as we love our husbands and they love us. Exactly. Something, yeah. something about the other women who have. Yeah. And there. it's crazy. The instant connection you feel. When you find out that somebody else has gone through the same experience as you, like, it's like an instant best friend. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you've been in the trenches together. (laughs) Yeah. It's so weird. You know, and you don't know until you've been through it, but it's just like all these messages that I've been getting, like all of a sudden I'm like, we're friends on Instagram. We're friends on Facebook. We like comment back and forth. We message each other all the time and we never talked before. (laughs) Yeah, But now that we know that we've both been through this and we have, you know, each other to like talk to about it and even, even talking next steps too. Yeah. um, Has been really awesome with some of the other ladies that have, you know, that I've come in contact with. So, yeah. So, I mean, you've obviously started to realize how common it is for women to miscarry. So mm-hmm. do you have any piece of advice for future miscarriage sufferers? Um, take it, you know, honestly, I think everybody's so different. 
So just like allow yourself to grieve and take it day by day. But um, again, just know that there's something extremely powerful in just realizing that this is a powerless situation and there's nothing that you did wrong. There's nothing that anybody did wrong. Um, and knowing that you're just not alone again, we don't wish it upon anybody, but there is comfort in knowing that you're not alone and don't be afraid to talk about it. Um, Absolutely. Because you'll, you'll be so, you'll be very surprised and I yeah. know from experience <laughs> as to how many people it's affected and how many people have gone through it as well. Awesome. So thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story and being so vulnerable. And I know yeah. just based on, you know, your experience thus far that sharing on this podcast is definitely going to help a lot of women. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It means a lot.